Hi, it's producer Blake here. Now you're probably wondering, one, who are you? And two, what have you done with Sam and Izzy? Well, I'm just quickly jumping on here to say that unfortunately we don't have a new main episode out this week. Sam is just returning from her travel. She's getting settled back in. But we thought it'd be cute to take you back to our very first episode, where it all began, and, you know, just a little reminder of where we're at now. So enjoy the throwback. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on Thursday. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Just the Girls. We are so happy to have you here. I'm Izzy. And I'm Sam. And this is the very first episode, season one, of our new podcast, Just For Girls. We're a bit nervous and a bit excited, but, you know. So bear with us, episode one, but we're very happy to have you guys here listening to us today. We're so lucky to be able to have this possibility to even have a podcast as two best friends. I feel like that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We are terrified, absolutely terrified. So come along on the journey I've got coats of deodorant on to try to hide the sweat. I'm sweating buckets. <laughs> like to add to it, it's 38 degrees right now. Yeah, finally. Melbourne's pulling through with a bit of the weather, but what a not on the day. day that we need it. What a good day to be sweating and stressing. Yeah. So um, on this podcast, we're literally going to be talking about all dilemmas, life problems, going through life in your 20s. All the boys have kissed before. Lucky you. You will be spoken about. You're so lucky that you've ever had an interaction with us because we're airing your dirty laundry on this podcast and you're probably listening. Like, I hope you're listening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So welcome, boys. And girls. And girls and everyone else. We are so happy to have you listening. So thank you for being here. So to start it off, we have a question of the week, Sam. We wanted to do a question of the week every week, or would you rather, something that gets the different opinions rolling. And this question of the week is... So this one's a would you rather. You ready, Sam? Yes. Would you rather marry the person you lost your virginity to Mm -hmm. or stay in your very first job for like the rest of your life? Girls. This is not easy. No. This is not easy. My first person I lost my virginity to was my first ever boyfriend. Yeah. Shout out. He was a serial cheater. He just was like the ick. Aren't they all? Like now I reflect back on it, I definitely didn't love him and like – Really? No. I still think I could have loved my first boyfriend but not in the way that I like love my other – I didn't love him it was definitely like a little bit of a lost situation he was mm. just disgusting um, I would never do that okay. again and so my first, first job, job was a, like a Lamana and Sons it's like a bougie grocery store in Melbourne it's quite nice I was a checkout chick it was pretty chill on a Sunday I feel like if I worked there for long enough I could end you up owning the store it. own it oh shooting big that would, that would love me so much it that is I would a family owned business so are they just going to add Sam Guggenheimer into the mix well my dad did teach them so maybe I am part of the fam fair enough oh uh, yeah I think I would rather do that and just become super rich from that than honestly stay with the person I lost my virginity to because like he stinks like physically stinks or just yes. sucks as a person. His house smelt. <laughs> His house literally reeked. Like it was just not you. You know like, who you are. Probably won't be listening. I don't reckon that that boyfriend's coming anywhere near this podcast. Yeah, probably not. But shout out to you if you are. <laughs> I don't miss you. <laughs> All right. So I actually reckon, I reckon I would stay with the person I lost my virginity to. Yeah, I would stay with him Only too. because. <laughs> what? I'm joking. You don't even know him. I've seen photos. He's pretty hot. Like He is. Shout out to you. I actually hate everything about you. But and you're it's a good for the guy. people, it's not the person that you guys are thinking No, of. no, no. It's that's. I've had another boyfriend prior to the person yes. that you're all waiting to hear about, which is not happening in Just this current yet. moment. <laughs> um, he did cheat on me with my best friend. That's a story. That is a story. But I worked at Macca's as my first job and that is the only reason I'm leaning towards the other option. Mm, yeah. My dad did own McDonald's stores, so I guess I could work my way up, but, like, seeing him live through that, I don't want to. Yeah. And I feel like if we were married, realistically, I could have affairs, I could be off with other people, like, yeah. I, didn't even have to, I wouldn't even have to see him. It'd be more a convenience thing. Like, you're like, oh. He's a bit spooky now. But, um, well, yeah, look, I don't really know much about him at all anymore. It's been a couple of years since we've last interacted, so... 
I just think it would be better than Macca's. That's the only reason I'm going that route. You don't want to make chicken every day. I hate McChickens. Oh, I don't think I've ever I love a McChicken. I'm a nugget girl. Really? Yeah. Actually, me too. With the sweet and sour sauce, I can kind of get around. You know, that. I was a tomato sauce girl until like a year ago. Anyway, we don't need to talk about it. Yuck. But let us know what you guys will do. I'd honestly like to hear it. What would you? Stay in your first job or marry the guy you lost your virginity to? Or for some lucky people, you may not have lost your virginity and you're a clean slate. Or you could still be with the person you lost your virginity to, which in that case, you'd be easy. Oh, that'd be so lucky. That would be lucky. But God, our first boyfriend sucked. So... You guys may know us off social media, TikTok, Instagram, or this is the first time hearing about us. So we thought we would start off with some quick fire questions, a little get to know us, start off nice and hot. Izzy, how old are you? I'm 22. How old are you, Sam? I'm 20. Oh, I know. Izzy's two years older than me. Less mature, a little bit older. That's all right. That's all right. And then star sign. I am a Taurus and I definitely align myself with the Taurus energies. I'm down to earth. I'm stubborn. I'm loyal, but... Reliable. Reliable. You are very reliable. Thank you. You're welcome. And Izzy, what are you? I'm a Leo, but I'm a double Leo. My moon and sun are Leo. And then my Venus sign's also a Leo. So I very much encapsulate that Leo. Yes. Energy. Walk into the room. Confident, center of attention. It says drama, adoring here. I love you. I think know. that's kind of you, though. I love drama when it's not my drama. Yeah. And then loyal, fiercely protective, the whole shebang. And then our rising signs are actually opposite. I'm a Taurus, Sam's a Leo. Yeah. I feel like that's probably why we kind of align. Because mm. deep down, you're me or you air what yeah. I am. Rising's what you present to the world as. Right. So I present as a Taurus, you present as a Leo, which I yes. actually think makes a lot of sense. Yes, it does. Really mm. does. Lovely. All right. Death Row Meal, I feel like you get to know a person a lot in your Death Row Meal. This shows what your foods are, what you can bond over. Mm. All right, right. Sam, start us off. My entree would be a nice bougie plate of kingfish and sashimi. 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 So yum. Give me some lovely sauces, some delicate sauces that accompany the taste. Ooh. Some soy sauce as well. Love that. All right, Maine. Maine, the greasiest, dirtiest, fattest Slovaki. That is so left field of what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, of course, but it's my death row meal. It's not something I eat every day. It's not something I naturally gravitate to. But it's something you like enough for it to be the last thing you put in your mouth before you leave this world. Yeah, because it makes me feel so utterly sick, but I'm dying the next day. So, like, you'll be dead. Who gives? Fair enough, fair enough. But like the lamb, because I don't eat red meat every day, so give me some red meat and make me feel so sick. I've had some nice light entree, now give me the fat. And then you'll be set. begging for them to take you off this earth. Yeah, I'll be like, I feel so utterly sick, please. Sick, please take me. <laughs> and my dessert is a lovely Australian pavlova. Got the passion fruit, the fresh strawberries on top with the nice whipped cream and you're good to go. Beautiful drink. <sighs> The white chocolate passion fruit cocktail from Bar Bambi. It's a place in Melbourne. It's like a... Like a bar club. It's like an influencer bar, if I'm actually going to be honest. Like, I feel like every influencer and their dog goes to Bar Bambi and that's the only people that go. Well, yeah, I don't particularly... No, I don't like it, but they have good cocktails. Okay, fair enough. So, mine is going to be... I'm going to start out with similar entree, sushi of some sort. I want to say Nobu. Like, I know that's bouge, but if I'm dying, like, I want bouge. The yellowtail sashimi, the wagyu tacos, they're my favourite two dishes, so I'm going to start with those. Mm. Main, my pasta. I'm a chef, but only in the pasta category. Like, I cook my pasta sauce for an hour and a half and it's the best thing you've ever eaten. Every day, can we? I eat it every day. It's sickening, it's disgusting, that's going to be my main. Dessert, chocolate souffle, airy, you know when they Mm. pour a little sauce in it? So fucking good. Like chef's kiss. Chef's (laughs) kiss. (laughs) <laughs> and then my drink is going to be that cocktail from Yakimono. We went there for Sov's Tiger Miss Launch a couple months ago. There's this – it's a restaurant in the city in Melbourne and it's got this – It's super modern. It's got these like electric lights. If you're visiting really Melbourne cool. for the first time, I definitely recommend. There was this cocktail. It's like it was some sort of passion fruity cocktail. Couldn't yeah, drink it like delicious. water. Never had anything like it in my life. And you get drunk from it. Like really drunk. Which is a – I think that's a positive. So, yeah, um, yeah that's going to be my drink. Next question, Sam. What's your hall pass? Oh, 
I could talk about this for years. I am in a very stable, loving relationship. I love Shout my Shout out to Caleb. Shout out Caleb. <laughs> He's literally a God's blessing. But I'm sorry if ASAP Rocky walked in to a room. See you, Caleb. I would honestly be the most single girl in the room. ASAP Rocky, I am V-lining for you. I love you, Rihanna. But ASAP Rocky, there is something that hits about him. He's he's beautiful. So yummy. Like he gets my tummy churning. Ooh, I've- but, you know, I used to agree. I saw this photo of him once with long, straight hair and it made me feel a bit weird. No. I just, I'd never seen him like that before. He's hot. He's a sexy he's man. He's so hot. Like there is just something about him that like really Ooh, gives me the <laughs> All right. I've written down two. Harry Styles is like. Oh, I don't get people that. My kryptonite. No. I'm pretty sure I almost cried drunk in a car with Sam once talking about how I'm sad that Harry Styles will never love me. Yeah, I don't Do you remember get that? it. On yeah. The way. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I love Harry. Like, I think he's a really talented guy and, like, he's super cool and out there. I just he's don't just, get I it. I was a Harry Styles fan from the moment he stepped foot onto the scene in oh, One Direction. So I, was I used Malik. to spend hours watching YouTube videos of him and, my God. But my second one, I know we can only have one, but I have three. Pete Davidson's a sexy, sexy man. I know a really? lot of people don't Yuck, see it, but there's no. something about that guy that just – I just want him. I'm really disappointed by these because you have quite a good type. Like, your type in men are normally quite My good. type is pretty boys. Yeah, but Pete Davidson is not a pretty yeah, boy. Yeah, but I just – I love the tattoos. I love his teeth. Tall. Ooh. But recently I'm randomly really interested into Central C. Oh, my he's, God. He's hot. It's his voice, isn't it? It's his teeth, the way he talks, his smile. Oh. He thinks love is a delusion. I don't care. But, yeah, I, I get with you with the central C. Yeah, he's hot. He has really good skin. I want him to release his skincare routine. Yeah. Mm. Um, Favourite product of the summer, Sam? Go. Yeah, we want to make this a regular segment, something that we're loving at the moment, products to share with you girls and guys. My summer product is Biab Nails. Biab, Biab. It's like a new way of gel on your nails. It's so much healthier for your nails. Ava Francis, Jackie Alexander, if you're listening to this, you are the ones who actually influenced me on this. They have the longest, healthiest, gorgeous nails that they get all these nail art on, but it's their natural nails and it makes it look so pretty, so clean, so aesthetic. Izzy and I both have Biab. Uh, I've Biab. got acrylics, not acrylics, I'd never go for You have acrylics. extensions, have but extensions. you have Biabs Yeah, on no, top. I do. I agree. Yeah. It's a great shower. Yeah. Mine's going to be the Ariana Grande Cloud Perfume. I've used this for like two years now and I can just say that I've never in my life had more compliments on a perfume. Mm-hmm. Like it's the best smelling thing. It's a bit of a... Dupe, <laughs> Baccarat, Ariana Grande, dupe. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's really good. So I smell like an angel sent from heaven, and you should all get on it if you want to smell like that. So yeah. So she says. We asked over on our Instagram page some questions for this week's episode, some diehard questions that you girls want to know. If you wish to be a part of future episodes, make sure you're following the Just for Girls Instagram page. You get to be a part of every week. Which is super fun, super good way that we create a little community. community. Um, All right. So question one, very common question you guys ask us, how did we become friends? How did we find each other? I feel like Melbourne is a really small place. It is. Izzy and I have known each other for a while before we even interacted, I'd say. Again, Izzy's two years older than me and we actually went to the same school for a period of time there. I think it was two years towards the end of my schooling. Yeah, and we We didn't know each other back then. then. I knew of you. Izzy was always that girl that like everyone knew. You're joking. No, like you were in the popular group, like everyone knew you and because I was – Two look years younger than you, like my year would always look up at that year level. You know that thing at school, like no, everyone's definitely, looking definitely, up. No, definitely, definitely, but that's that was really your, nice to her. That was your year level and yeah. that was because I was in year nine, so everyone would be look, looking at you and if you guys were walking through the hallway, you bet I was going to the side. Well, also, to be honest, if you walked into me, I think I'd walk the other way. You have a scary face, girl. Yeah, and um, because my <laughs> mum worked there, I'd be like, move. Move out of my way. I own this shit. Um, so, yeah, we did go to school together, didn't actually interact. And then I started working at Cook Eye, which is where Sam worked. Yes, I actually got her the job. You, you did help me, me get the Instagram job. being like, I need a job. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I wasn't going to get me a job. No, you're like, oh, I, I heard you worked at yeah. Cook Eye. 
do you think you can help? And I came in for my interview and Sam was steaming this green top in the back, looked at me with daggers. Well, she came up behind me. She scared the living daylight out of me. I was trying to be friendly. Me. We hadn't actually met. That was the first time we'd ever yeah, met. No, I was just yeah. like, hi. And I was like, oh, mm. um, But yeah, yeah, and then we actually both got signed to the same management at the same time. And I think that's just where everything took off. Yeah. Obviously, in the manage- like in this industry, you have a lot of different personalities. You have a different people that you don't normally meet in everyday life, but you're kind of put forced into a room, yeah. which I think is really good and it teaches you a lot of people skills. But as someone who is very anxious like me, if I don't have my people like Izzy and a few other girls are in my management group, I tend not to put myself out there so much. So Izzy and I really gravitated towards each other yeah. in that aspect just because we didn't have anybody else. So we were both so new on the scene and everything like that. So... While you may have the same job and work as some people, it's like you do end up within that group finding people that you actually probably would be friends with on the out, like not on the yeah. outside, sorry, but externally away from your If you weren't doing that as well. Yeah. So it's like those friendships are important to find. Everyone's obviously always lovely and great mm. to be around, but you do kind of find those closer connections within the industry mm. as well, which is I think what's happened here. I also think it's really weird because obviously – we have such an amazing job and we have such amazing opportunities, but I think people don't necessarily realise that that's kind of our work colleagues, you could say in a way. Yeah. Like you go into an office every day if you have a nine to five and those people that you interact with every day are your work colleagues. Because I don't have a nine to five and I'm not going to somewhere every single day, the people in my management are my work colleagues. Yes, yeah. they're my friends, but they're also work. That's work. So we're only work friends if you didn't get that. Yeah. That's what Sam's saying right there. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, just like you you gel with people in your work industry, Yeah, there's certain people that you gel with and you gravitate towards more. Definitely. And I think that's just what happened with Izzy and I. And now we're inseparable and we're literally sitting across from each other. What's it's a week, baby? Podcast. Um, all right, first impressions. Can you please tell me yours? I yes, don't know I what like you thought of me. So... Sam's got a resting bitch face like you wouldn't believe. I don't think it's bad. Like I think it's a very common thing that a lot of people have. But at Cook Eye, let's just put it this way. I was not very good at my job. No. No. And the job I had in the stock room was the job Sam wanted. Mm, I'm so sorry, it yeah. was just a constant ugh, like Well, it, she didn't know what she was doing and then so she would go to me. I'd be like, Well, just give me the job. Yeah. And she, you know, with that bitch face, I'm a very sensitive gal and, like, I think at least three times a day I'd be like, why do you hate me? Uh. So I think I was scared of her is my first general overall impression. Like, not scared, intimidated, you know, like, we got along great, but then sometimes I'm like, I cannot tell if I've just said something that you now hate me for. Yeah. It's one of those. I think it's because Izzy and I deal with things very differently. Like when Izzy gets conflict, Izzy Mm. breaks down. And when (laughs) I get conflict, I put a wall up and like literally nothing you can say or do to me will hurt my feelings and I will never ever show that that person has hurt my feelings. Yeah, like if I think someone's mad at me, I will crumble into a million pieces and I will cry and Yeah, and I'll just... And then I'll apologise and that's how it works. (laughs) And then I'll just be quite cold. So Izzy like convinces herself that she hates me like... I hate her like three times a day. So what's your first impression of me? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Her voice is so deep. Oh. <laughs> I'm oh. joking. No. Oh. I actually, because I always knew of Easy. I think it's the first time I heard her in real life. I was like, whoa. Oh, whoa. I was not expecting that. Yeah. It's a fair but call. I think Izzy is a Leo, as we have said. So you often hear her before you see her and everyone always used to say yeah Izzy Armitage is a triple Leo <laughs> like she's a triple Leo so then when I always had her People would say I that. was like I oh my like god yeah I was like oh my god like she is full on like I literally like I had always had in my head that you were going to be full on I don't think I'm as full on as you would assume so I, I was let down by that because I had convinced myself okay. that you were so full on okay but <laughs> she is really good for me I think she doesn't care about a lot or when she has something in her head she kind of fights until she gets it and I need that in my life because I constantly think about consequences before I do it and Izzy's the opposite I'm like I'd rather ask for forgiveness than permission but yeah I think Izzy once I met her and we got to hang out it taught me a lot because she is older than me so I think I did look up to her a bit a bit guys and then that quickly Broke down. No. Write down this moment in your diary, Sam looks up to me. I don't think I've ever heard her say such a lovely thing about me. Another thing I think we should definitely address is why we even wanted to start the podcast. 
I feel like this is definitely a niche that a lot of people are going into, but why did we think that our opinions were so valuable? You know, it's one of those things where like, I feel like you see a lot of videos on it where people are like, if we could record me and my best friends convo and make a podcast, it would be amazing. Yeah. Me and Sam both are big talkers and it's more just, I think we're lucky that we have the platform to begin with where we're able to create it and we're both just big talkers and like, look, in some delusional reason, we clearly think people care what we have to say. Yeah, but it's so true. And I feel like definitely in this world that we're in, everything is so fast paced. And I'd like people that watch me on TikTok or people that watch me on Instagram and my friends as well. I really want to break that wall of people thinking differently about us. I think we'd love to have guests on board. So in this industry, we want people to come in and feel like it's such a warm environment and other people to really get to know people and us as people us and, as people and yeah. that that we're still growing up and that we don't really know what we're doing and we're making it up day by day because on social media you can portray this person that you're not really and that you have your life together and that you know everything that you want to do but at yeah. the end of the day I'm a 20 year old girl who and was a I uni dropout a <laughs> yeah I'm a 20 year old girl a uni dropout like I don't know what I'm doing but I'm making it up every day and I'm yeah. enjoying my life and I'm figuring it out just like you guys are too so I feel like this is just such a good way, an extended way of who we are to get people to yeah. know that we're literally complete wrecks m- of human beings. Literally. But I also think to be blatantly honest, like it's fun. It is so fun. We're like, oh my God, what an amazing opportunity. This is going to be so fun. So yeah. we're very excited that, yeah. to be here. So yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to even do this. Um, so Sam, my favourite thing about you mm. I am a very disorganised, messy, erratic human being and I feel like you've come into my life with this – you're very Mm goal-orientated, very headstrong, very driven Mm. and I feel like your drive is rubbing off onto me and that's something I've never even seen. A lot of my friends obviously are a lot more driven than I am but in this industry like having someone like you who's so driven Mm. is like an incredible thing for me to be around. It's something I wish I had in me and I feel like being around you, I'm like, you know what? I can do this too. Do you I know can what wake I mean? up early and I can And you're going. right behind me the whole time being like, come on, Izzy, like yeah. let's wake up early, let's be on time. You know, yeah. you've been given this amazing opportunity, let's do things with it. Yeah. And I feel like you are just there the whole process along with me, like yeah. supporting me and pushing me to be a better version of myself. So wow. I'm very grateful for that. I, I think mm. I am bi- Izzy's like biggest advocator, but I don't do it for her. I think that's like a different thing that you're learning of like, I'm your number one supporter, but I'm not going to do it for you. I'm just going to push you to do it. Yeah. And I think it's definitely a learning curve for you. Not yeah. because of that. You've sat there your whole life and people have done things for you, yeah. but like you've never had to push yourself in this way because I'm literally going to sit there and tell you everything that you need to do, Yeah. but I'll watch you do and it. Sometimes I just cry. Yeah, but it's all. I like ask her for her opinion and then she tells me it and I just cry. It's so embarrassing. You make me sound like the worst person. You're not. You're being a good friend. I'm more saying that I'm a wuss and I cry anytime I hear something that's slightly controversial to me. Do you know what I mean? But I'm very grateful and that is one of my favorite things about you. Oh, stop it. I have two favorite things about you. Oh. My first thing is how careless and persistent you are. Okay. In a way of like, again, I said that you don't really think about consequences before, but like a great example of Izzy once dyed her hair orange Mm. and she, we were at the beach one day. She goes, I don't like my hair orange anymore. I'm going to go to the hairdresser tomorrow and I'm going to dye it back brown. I was like, oh my God, have you not thought about the hair? Have you not made sure like our hairdresser is okay with it? Like you're going to literally fry your hair off. And I was thinking of all the consequences, but Izzy was like, no, I want to get it done. Like I'm literally going to go tomorrow and no one's going to stop me. And Izzy is like that with everything. She's like, "Eh, I'm going to go to Europe. And even though I might not have the money, I'm still going to go and I'm going to have the best time of my life. I will sit there and be like, oh my God, I have no money. I need to save up for like four months. I need a budget. I need to have an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, but I have have this delusion that I will get the money. Yes, make it in time that's what I love about you because I'm not like that thank you my second favorite thing mm-hmm. about and this is a bit weird <gasps> I'm scared I think this is oddly specific and yeah. I feel like it again ties into being so young and growing up in social media and having social media around us and I feel like it's not as normalized it is your relationship with food oh, yeah. I am coming from someone who I have not had the healthiest relationship with food my whole life I've been very athletic my whole life I've been in sport my whole life so food is not necessarily something I have the best relationship with and I almost enjoy I don't yeah but 
ever since I've met Izzy, Izzy has just been so free with food. She loves food. It's so refreshing to see a young girl and be surrounded by a young girl who doesn't care. And it's something that every friend should have and it's something that it's not common and I just think she's taught me so much even though she doesn't realize it about having such a healthy relationship with food and not caring like if Izzy's like I feel like the fattest bowl with pasta with four kilos of cheese on it she'll do that and she won't think about it she won't care she'll just do it and I think that's so refreshing coming out of high school and having and seeing because you're surrounded by like everyone has their little moments but I think my main thing is like why would I deprive myself of the food? And I know there's so many things going on mm. in people's head beneath that, but I think that's why I am the way I am. Yeah. I'm not very good at self-control. I don't think it's a bad thing, but if I want to eat it, like, I will eat it. I feel like I'll be watching TV and I'll see someone eating Maccas and it'll be 3 a.m. and I'll just order myself Maccas on a Tuesday night at 3 a.m. I don't think that's specifically healthy, but I do think I've got a great relationship with food and I'm glad that but yeah, coming from someone who necessarily hasn't, no, and I'm, I don't listen to that. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's just so refreshing well, to thank see. Thank you. I'm glad that I've yeah. helped that with you. You've been great. Thank you. Oh, all right, Sammy. Oh, she hates oh, when I call she her that. Didn't just say that, guys. It's, never ever call me Sammy. I've got one of my best boyfriends. It's like is people calling Sammy. Sophia Sophie. Yeah, but one of my best like boy mates is called Sammy, and. It's just like, Sammy, like your name's Sam. No. I know that. Yeah. It rolls off the tongue and every time I do it, it's daggers. You should have seen it's that. It's like death's death. <laughs> I hate being called Sammy. Right. I'm looking right in the camera because I hate being called Sammy. Start again. Sam. Biggest ick, biggest pet peeve. Okay, my ick in men, just in mm. relationships, is just chest hair. I'm so sorry to say really? it. I hate chest hair. I hate snail trails. I literally, when I first started dating Caleb, I he had it Caleb's and he literally, hairy. no, he nared it off. He nares it off. I can't stand it. I literally, I don't know what it is. I'm like, I hate it. Like, I literally, like, <laughs> it's so rude. And it is rude. Like, I know that some people's personal opinion and some people literally yeah. can't help it, but I literally hate it. Like, there is nothing more that I hate See, like uh, someone me. could be so ripped like you could have a Zac Efron Channing Tatum type beat body and you could have chest hair and I'd literally be like ick next walk away I think there's definitely I can see what you mean there's a limit to the chest hair that I like will prefer but I don't mind like I don't mind a bit no nair it I think literally get that nair stuff look, and put it on your body but shaving it then you get those little yeah that's th- what I'm saying nair yeah but I feel like no, I just like I just hate it do you want to go out with a 12 year old boy like no, but you can look clean. It's like yeah. women right. shaving their legs. Like it's obviously it's personal. a personal opinion, but nail your hair. Nail it Basically off. all boys that ever want to be around Sam, which is going to be no one because she's going to get married to Caleb. No hair. No hair. All right, pet peeve in life, Sam. I actually asked this, my boyfriend Caleb, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was like trying to think of it because I have so many. Yeah. And he goes, slurping. Do you hate slurping? I hate slurping and this is oddly specific like when you're having a slurpee or a frozen Coke and it's just ice and people are like bringing the straw up and that makes that noise on the paper thing and he picks up and he's like... I'm like, oh my God, literally stop it. Like literally stop it right now. And I literally have pulled over on the side of the road, grabbed Caleb's cup, wind down the window and thrown it out the window because it literally drives me insane. Like there is nothing more that really more. Like I literally can't, I well, can't stand I don't want my it. stuff thrown out the window anytime soon. So I'm glad I've, I'm aware of that. Oh, like literally like something just grinds my gear and it will literally set me off. And then I'll be like, and then I hate this about you and you're driving me insane. Like it literally just. I twists. kick you out of the car. Out you go. Oh. Um, Slurping literally icks me And Macca's change your cup So it stops making that horrific noise Please, I'm begging you um, My biggest ick mm-hmm. Is when people have like shit around their mouth And oh, in yeah. their teeth Or yeah. like, you know ooh, I don't even like like shit in their nose Like They're just not clean No, I'm like you know, when you're younger and you're in school and stuff and, like, those kids will, like, come to school with, like, toothpaste around their mouth or Vegemite from their toes. I'm like, as if you do not know that's there. Yeah. Look in the mirror. Give it a bit of a... I can't even look at it. I cannot look at people with stuff in their teeth. Well, if someone, like, a friend has something in my teeth, I'm going to tell them. Mm. But, like... It's like when they have that little bit of coriander. I just like, I can't eat my food around people that have shit around their face. I know that's so 
so ridiculous, but that's just how I feel. And my pet peeve is slow walkers. I will push mm. you onto the road. Izzy's legs, she's like five two and her legs move a million miles an hour. It's like one of those cartoons of like a You can't like, see the legs. I'm just like, if you don't have surely you have somewhere to be, but if you don't walk with a purpose, get off. I think the it's because you're always running late. Yeah, I am always running late, so I kinda need to walk with a bit of speed, but like I just think walk with a bit of determination or just don't walk at all. Honestly, I cannot. I will sidestep a person so obviously to have them know them that I'm irritated greasy. with their slow walking. Yeah. It's a bit bitchy, but you know, what can you do? Izzy, why aren't you at uni? Um, I didn't want to go, to put it plainly. <laughs> I did get in out of school and I think it was business marketing at RMIT. Mm. Um, I deferred, I think in my brain, I knew I didn't want to go, but to my parents, I'm like, I'll defer for the year. I'll go next year. Yeah. I'm now what, five years out of school? Wow. Yeah. She's old. Yeah, I'm an oldie. And I just haven't gone back. And I think my parents have come to the realization that that's not something I'm going to do. I hated school. Like it was my worst period of my life. Like I don't look back at it with like fond memories at all. Mm. So the prospect of doing it again as an adult with like less people pushing you, I just wouldn't do anything. Yeah. There's no point. Yeah. Interesting. You dropped out, didn't you, Sam? Yeah. Well, yeah. thus far I've dropped out. Um, I loved school. I literally thrived in school. I thought it was really good once I realised that like I can actually enjoy it and I changed yeah. my mindset to it. Ever since I was a little girl, I've always wanted to be a paramedic and a nurse. Like that's I what wanted I, to be a paramedic too. Yeah, every, that was like my dream. I did like a test in school which tells you what um, future you should go into and everything like that. And it told me I should be a paramedic. So I knew – I was that mm. girl from school that always knew what she was going to do outside of school. And then obviously – COVID hit and in Melbourne we had pretty much a two-year lockdown and that's when I graduated so first year of lockdown I was in year 12 and then second year of lockdown I was in my first year of uni and I genuinely think that ruined it for me it ruined my whole experience of university I literally despised it I did it from home like there was that's not the experience that you expect to get when you no, say you're going it uni. wasn't you know and I mean? my parents met in uni so my parents always spoke so fondly of uni and I was so excited to go and as soon as I went I just didn't enjoy it I literally despised it and I actually deferred two days before my nursing placement so how long did you go to uni for a year oh, I was okay. meant to go on placement to make sure I passed my final mm. semester and I deferred two days before. I There was something that came over me and I was like, I can't do this. I cannot push myself. My mental health got so bad. And I sat down with my parents and I was like, I need to do me for a bit. I was like, I'm going to take a year off, which was in 2022. I took that whole year off. And then I was like, actually, I'm not going back. I'm Fair literally enough. not going back. Do you regret it? No, because I don't know what I would want to do at uni. If you don't know what you're going to do at uni, you're literally just wasting money. I don't know how uni would benefit my life right now. I'm enjoying my life. I'm earning money. I'm not relying on anyone. So I don't need to be at uni right now. There is nothing that's forcing me to be there. I never say I won't go back. Yeah. But right now I'm living life. I'm super happy. My mental health is great. I don't need to be at uni. I feel like... Um, I kept putting it off because I was like, I don't know what I want to do and I'm not going to waste a year to defer on change. Yeah. And then it got to a point, the friends that got into the same course as me graduated last year. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's honestly knife to the gut. I could have been done. I'm mm. glad I'm, I didn't do it at all because, God. Mm. I could never, but congrats, guys. Well, well done, I'm finishing. I just feel like everyone has a different course. Like... In life, like you don't, yes, for some things you want to do, if you want to do be a doctor, you're going to have to go to uni. But if you have something that you don't necessarily need a degree on, uni will always be there. You don't have to be a certain age to be no, in uni. Definitely. So like live there. your life, literally live your life. Like my boyfriend was one of the most successful people I knew at 18 and he hadn't been at uni. Like he yeah. didn't go to uni. He's super happy and he was living his dream job playing footy. You don't need to be a uni to be happy. And I think that's something that you should all take away. Caleb, you're an inspiration. You're an inspo. Inspo. <laughs> So, because you weren't at uni, Izzy, what were you doing before TikTok? So, I worked at McDonald's. I mentioned that earlier. That was 
in school and then I was a cheer coach for a little bit, mm. still in school. Yeah. My first real sort of job out of school, I worked at a call centre. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> so boring. Sounds shit. It, like, okay, put it this way. It was so boring. It was Monday to Friday, nine to five, but every single human being I knew or was friends with also worked at that job. Mm. It was almost like being in a high school with, like, boys and girls. We were there every day. We'd all go have lunch together. You could have, like, a drink at lunchtime at the bar down the road. Like, you, Easy's they, dream. I'm not saying what company I worked at because that's not allowed. But um, literally I went there every day with all my best friends, like, boys and girls. I probably knew about 100. Like, wow. everyone on the whole floor was, like, either my year, year above me, my sister's year. It was just like I worked there for almost two years, I think. Wow. It was a weird experience. The pay was incredible but the job was like beyond mundane. Like I just wasn't good at it. Like I'm not a pusher. If someone says they don't want electricity and gas, you best believe I'm not going to try and sell it to them. I'm going to say, all right, and hang up and pretend. Did you get fired? We'd all just hang up on people all the time. I actually didn't. I quit. Wow. I know. Why? I don't Why'd know how quit? I lasted two years. I was not good at the job. I quit because it locked down. We were doing it from home at that point. Right. Money was still amazing. Doing it from home, once again, I'd hang up on everyone that answered. So I'd literally go like three hours without talking to anyone and I'd just be watching TV on my laptop next to me. So I hope your boss sorry. is not listening to this. Well, there's nothing they can do about it now, to be honest. So yeah. shout out to the call centre. It was a great place to work. I did love it. Yeah. If you're in school and you're listening to this, honestly, like it was a blast. Yeah, you just got to get a few of your friends around and yeah. have the best time ever. So the craziest thing that they would do at the call centre, and I actually think this was one of the most nervous I've ever been in my life because I knew it was coming. In your first week at working there, they do this thing called Fresh Meat. Mm-hmm. And all the new kids that have come in at that time, because mm-hmm. there's kind of intakes of people, mm-hmm. would have to stand up at the front of the room in front of everyone that worked there. And they're all your age, like they're, you know... Some real cuties work. Do you know what I mean? Like people that you're like attracted to are literally standing up watching you do this. And so there was a bunch of questions that they would ask you in front of everyone. First, it was your name, easy, nickname. Some people, that's easy. I don't really have a nickname. Then it was an embarrassing story, which look, it's hard to tell an embarrassing story on the spot because like if it's not funny it's like well this is bloody awkward yeah and then your sexual fetish what you had to say your sexual fetish in front of people in front of the whole call center all right we'll tell it in front of the whole podcast then well so everyone would like classically it was a very common answer was choking so it's like you say choking you'll fly under the radar yeah. Do you know what i mean like people won't really think some about girl it. rips out knives oh i'm like we're all like oh Okay, and everyone would like cheer and it was like I worked myself up so hard for that day. Like imagine just being new in a job and having to do that in front of like a room that's like 70% boys, 30% girls, everyone you know, everyone you've ever had a crush on. It was the worst moment of my life. Anyway, no one gets to know what I said for my sexual fetish. Come on. I think I said choking to slide onto the radar. Oh. Yeah. But you would have been red. I I was bright red. I was. But the girl said knives. Knives. Some boys in my thing said feet. I think there was – of... look, I only got to hear the people that were with me and then every intake that came while I was there. Like you love watching other people do it but you just feel so bad. Oh, I would. I, yeah. don't, I don't think I would have taken like, the job purely knowing that? that. Anyway, and then I was at Lululemon, then Cook Eye. Now I'm here. Retail's not for me. That's all I can say. Retail is not for easy. <laughs> no. At all. I haven't had that many jobs again because I was in year 12. I didn't have a job because mm. I was like f- focused on study. And then outside of school, I've only worked at Kukai. I worked at Kukai for about a year and I actually loved it. Yeah. Um, there's such a stigma around Kukai. Like, oh my God, the girls are horrible there. The no, girls are lovely. The girls are lovely. I feel like on street stores, it's a more intimate. There's not a big team of girls. And I had the best time. Apart from that, I've worked at Boost and Boost is literally like horrid. Don't this do it. This is a classic first job. Yeah, and it was not it. Like, it's literally disgusting. I could never drink a boost ever again knowing how people make them. Really? And, like, how... I hear a lot of stuff about that. It's disgusting. Like, Ew. don't drink a boost. Please don't do it. Even, like, acai bowls. I worked in a acai bowl place and they're actually, like, not it. Like, it's just grotty. These girls don't know what they're doing. They don't wash their hands and they go through billions of shit. Like, it's You've disgusting. You've really just ruined my grain cup. 
Oh, Green Cup, I feel like is fine. But, but you've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Going back from past experience, Boost Juice is not it. Please stop yourself from getting a passion mango. It's not. That's not it. <laughs> to end this part, we wanted to kick it off with a bang with the, your most embarrassing story. I feel like Izzy and I have some great stories together, great stories apart, and I feel like to make ourselves really vulnerable, we need to tell you and we need to share some. Really embarrassing stories. So, Izzy, tell me your most embarrassing story of your summer. Um, I've actually got one right on the forefront of my mind because it happened quite recently. Mm. Um, oh, it's so humiliating. Like, people may not think this is humiliating, but I'm a very anxious human being and this was my worst nightmare. So, when it's summer, everyone from Melbourne kind of goes down to Peninsula to this place called Sorrento, Portsy more of a beachy sort of place that everyone goes yeah. for a couple of weeks over summer. When I say everyone, I mean everyone. Like the whole of Melbourne piles down yeah. into these two or three suburbs for New Year's and stuff. It it's is horrid. Disgustingly busy. Yeah. Everyone you've ever known will be down there for those yeah. two weeks. You will not be able to avoid anyone. So there's like two main hotels that everyone goes to, one of them being the Sorrento Hotel. And if you get there after like a five on a Saturday, you just won't get in. There'll be like a two hour line and you just won't get in. Like it is so, so busy down it's there. It's only, it's just also 21 and over. Like you can't get yeah. in if you're under 18. Like it's quite ageist. If you're under 21, you actually, yeah, you can't get into the Sorrento Hotel. Yeah. And I thought it was only Saturdays, but now I think it's It's in general. Always. Yeah. Sucks for you. Me. <laughs> um, but we went on a Saturday and we were, gonna go at like four so we could get in but we ended up being like late and we got there at five and obviously the line is absolutely huge so we're just waiting in the back of the line there's probably like a hundred people in front of us and we're all kind of just looking around going what like what are we doing right now it was like 40 degrees like it was was so hot. hot one by one all my friends start kind of walking away and jumping the side fence and I'm like, where's everyone going? And they're jumping. And then all of a sudden you see them in the Sorrento Hotel and they're just in there with a drink. It's all very open at the front. Yeah, you can see so everyone in there. Everyone outside can see the line like very, very clearly. You're basically right next to them. So all my friends are just one by one getting in by jumping the fence. They're all chilling in there. At this point, there's me and two other girls waiting in line. We've been there for 45 minutes and I we had not moved a centimetre. Like we were not getting in if we weren't jumping the fence. I've tried to jump before at that exact same place through a bush and I literally put my head through the bush. It was a hole. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. <laughs> there was this hole in the bush that everyone would jump through a couple of years ago. They've obviously fixed it now. I'd never jumped anything at this point and me and my friend like shoot through this bush, look up and the security guard's standing right there. He escorts us out like holding our arms and I go, please, I'll walk out can you just let go of my arm? Like, give me a bit of dignity here. And he was like, all right, mate, (laughs) no worries. He let go of my arm. Anyway, so back to this summer, we're standing there and there's one girl that goes, you know what, I'm going to jump too. And me and the other girl, Allegra, are standing there looking at each other going, no, please don't because then we'll be left here. Like, we don't want to jump. We can't do it again. It was me and Allegra that got caught that last time. Right. So we have PTSD from jumping anything. And Georgie, my friend, just takes off around the side. And me and Leg kind of look at each other and just run after her to jump it too. And Georgie's going straight for it. It's actually not that high, but it's all very open. And there's security guards everywhere. everywhere. And Georgie just goes straight to dump it. And me and Leg just jump it at the exact same time. Imagine three girls jumping the fence at the same time. There's hundreds of people outside, like all sat though. So yeah. us popping over a fence is very visible. Very to obvious. Anyone. I'm wearing a bright, a fluoro orange skirt, legs wearing a fluoro purple skirt. We were not invisible that day at all. You did not think about the jumping mm. aspect. No. And then we get over the fence, leg looks at me straight away and goes, fuck, I just locked out to the security guard. No, bye. And I'm like, no, get away from me, get away from me. I don't want to be part of this. I I didn't see it. Security guard didn't see me. Like, but obviously they would have seen all of us realistically. Leg goes, just go upstairs, go upstairs. We'll go to the bathroom. We walk up the stairs. And when you're up the stairs, you are now like standing above everyone. Everyone can see you. And we're the only ones at the top of the stairs. And the only ones wearing purple and orange Yeah, the security guard that's at the entrance inside is checking our IDs. And I'm like, mate, hurry. Like, hurry. Because there's a security guard on the other side of the venue that's just gone, Oi! 
and is pushing people aside, running like a rhinoceros through everyone to grab us. He grabs us both by the arms, walks us out. Everyone clapped and cheered and woohoo. Someone goes, valiant effort, girls. And oh. I literally wouldn't have left my house for days after that. I forced all my friends to come back to my house. Good. Well, I'm like. You were the host anyway. I was the host. I had pre's. Everyone was staying at my house. I'm like, if you think for a single second you're all staying in there while I'm about to at my house, you're coming with me. You're coming home with me. You're coming home with me. No one was happy about it. But to be honest, I've never been more embarrassed in my entire life. I, that's that's really embarrassing. I'm not yeah. even going to lie. Like, easy. That's pretty bad. Like, do you want to still be my friend? Sort of not bad. really. If I was there, I can't be there because I'm not 21, but I would have probably recorded you. Well, I'm like, maybe someone did. Like, yeah. to, it's not like I thought they would have known who we were, but to be honest, if I saw that happening to two girls, I would, I would have been it was filming. Hilarious. Yeah, I probably would have put it on my story. When I actually left the venue, the amount of text messages I got from like people we knew, like my sister's friends, our oh, friends, so people really that knew us knew. that were like, what was that? That was so – they're like, ha, ah, that was so embarrassing. Oh, like so that everyone was at that place that night. I would have heightened it. it was, was it a Saturday? It was a Saturday. Oh, easy. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're actually an idiot. Anyway, so I need to either dye my hair next year or I'm never going back there. I wouldn't go. I'll probably be blonde by the end of the year anyways. Yeah, probs. Izzy changes her hair like she changes season like – more often than that. Probably. Dead set. All right, Sam, I want to hear yours. Mine's not as bad as Izzy, I don't think, but it's something that, like, still traumas me. As some people may know, my boyfriend was playing footy for Collingwood mm-hmm. and it was when we kind of first debuted together. Oh, it just, like, haunts me, this story. So he wasn't playing that day. He, I think he had injured himself or something and yeah. I went along to watch the game with him and it's when everyone was like, oh, my God, like, new mullet boys in, in town. Boy. Like, he just moved from Adelaide so he had moved into state. Yeah. And it was, like, the first time I'd ever gone to the footy with him and I was – Oh, you would have been so sh- excited so though. nervous. I was, like, I, I didn't I, – I don't watch footy apart from it so I didn't really know mm. how diehard Colin – would fans would be oh, what happened the, i don't even know it the story. was the end of the game and yeah. you sit if you get the tickets through collingwood you sit in the members area yeah. so everyone was there and obviously all of the footy boys were wearing their collingwood uniform so they were really obvious they're also like six foot four so in a crowd you can see them really obviously mm-hmm. right and it was the end of the game and caleb like grabs my hand and he goes we need to bolt out like we need to go like i don't want to get stand like i don't really want to get heaps of photos like i'll yep. grab a few here and there and we literally stand up from our seat and people are like caved in on us like asking for photos with caleb no one knew who i was because like, caleb's like shot off the scene for a while there. yeah like new mullet yeah, he was like the it boy for a the bit. The best mullet boy, I might add. Yeah, literally <laughs> the best mullet boy. That there's ever been. <laughs> um, and he was literally like bombarded by all of these like 16-year-old girls. Being like, Caleb, can we just Were get a photo? Were you in social media at this point? No, I wasn't okay. in social media at this point. And I was like really overwhelmed. Like yeah. I'm 5'2", I'm easily lost. And I had just started dating this boy. And I was like, oh my God, he's literally going to lose me. Yeah. But I also don't want to get trampled on by these girls and like get in the way. So I like try to stand off to the side, but I try to like signal to him that I was still there. Like I hadn't just walked yeah. away. Like I was trying to like, still be in his line of vision and this man came up to me and thought I was a huge diehard fan of Caleb and grabs my hand pulls me towards <gasps> sorry pulls me towards Caleb and looks me in the face and goes don't worry if you want to get a photo with him you need to push a little more I oh my was god mortified and he had pushed me close enough to Caleb that Caleb heard this and it was like what 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 and everyone was like oh my god like literally what like this is so embarrassing and I was like oh like he's my boyfriend like I don't want a photo and the guy was like what how old are you? And that's, I was like, no, that's more embarrassing for him. I was it like, is. oh, I'm 19. He goes, oh, I thought you were a little girl wanting a photo with um a f- footy boy. And I was like, oh, no. And Caleb and I were both like, no. No. And then Caleb's like standing there like holding my hand. And ever since then, I've just like been embarrassed by like, being around older men. Because it that, looks like, like you're one of those little fans. Yeah. Like yeah. 
clinging on to him, like wanting to get a photo. Like it just like. So you've got to hold his hand. That's. I was. And then I had just let go and it was just like it. (laughs) And it was just like not it. Like I literally, I was mortified. I was like, oh my God, people literally think that I'm his fan. Like clinging on to this poor boy, like wanting to get a photo. Sam, get away from him. Like imagine a man came up being like, come on, you just need to push a little more. Like you'll get a photo with him. You just need to push a little more. (gasps) I don't want a photo with him. I was like, ugh. Ugh. Have a photo with him already in my bed. He <laughs> <laughs> um, wishes. We know you're all in for the tea on our current and past relationships. I feel like that's something that everyone is dying to know. We got so many questions on it. I do think we're going to need a whole episode on that. I'm yes. not going to lie. So we thought we'd just jump to the chase and next week's episode will be all things relationship. Everything you've been dying to know when we asked you guys to ask us questions, I reckon about 50% of them were about relationships. So you guys will get that information next You'll week. get the tea, you'll get the juice, you'll get Everything. 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 Our next episode will be about relationships, so please send us a DM or an email. So the email's just for girls podcast at gmail.com. It is in our bio. But we want to hear your worst first date stories, your worst relationship stories. Worst first kiss. Just give us everything. It can be a essay, you know. Yeah. We're gonna read through them, give our opinions, we'll pick out the funny ones. We'll, we'll react to them. Give We're us so tea. excited to hear it. So make them And we'll give you guys ours. Obviously. Anonymously, obviously. Yeah. We won't say your names, but please give us Give us the tea. Give us the tea, we please. Do not hold back. If you don't hold back, we won't either. So exactly, it's up the to more you guys. guys tell, the more we'll tell. Hundred percent. So let's just help each other out here. But we just wanted to thank you all for listening to our very first episode, episode one, season one. Woo-hoo. So we're so grateful for all of you, and we can't wait to be here every week and interacting with you guys. Having you here every Tuesday, we are so grateful to even have this opportunity. And bear with us; we're still learning. We're still. All the journey that so, you're coming along with us. We're learning as we go. So, yeah. But that was Just for Girls. Just for Girls, episode one. See Woo-hoo. you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.